with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hockey starts tomorrow. Uh, again, we've had a nice little <laughs> break. Uh, I think everybody needs to kind of recharge their batteries. The good news is uh, the games are all going to be 6 o'clock starts uh, the rest of the way through. I so, noticed that. Yeah. What will we do? Yeah, so that's awesome. Go to bed early. Yeah. Early and anxious. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be good. But uh, on Friday, we had a call from a, 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 a wife who said that uh, she she didn't know. she Her husband was at work watching online, uh, the big game, the overtime game, and she was watching at home. So she got the results much quicker than him. So when Connor McDavid scored that overtime goal, she texted him and said, Yahoo, we did it. And he went, we did it. We haven't done it on my, uh, my TV oh, yet or my monitor worst. or whatever he was watching. So uh, he was pretty upset that she had spoiled it for him. So our question this morning is, um, what have you spoiled for somebody when it comes to things like that? Whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's a spoiler alert from a television or movie or, uh, you know, I was thinking in my case, I spoiled a surprise Vegas stag for somebody once. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I knew that's a big one. That's a, that's a huge one. And I remember saying something. It was uh, Lyle or Kyle, Kyle. We call him Lyle, but anyway, Kyle uh, Armitage, and, and uh, they were having a surprise stag in Vegas for him. And he called me one day, and I had just woke up, so my brain wasn't working properly. And I know the thing was coming in a couple of weeks, and I made some kind of reference to the big, you know, the big trip coming up. And then it was then it hit me, and he went, "What?" And then it hit me, and I was trying to backpedal. And the harder I tried to backpedal, the more I, I think, was giving him information about the oh, trip. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. why you just reply back to them, what? What? What are you talking about? What? I got to go. <laughs> exactly. Have you guys ever spoiled something? I definitely have. My best friend, or one of my friends, was having uh, twins, mm-hmm. and uh, we were at a wedding all together, and I would assume that her mom knew. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. And I said something about, like, oh, it's going to be double the fun this summer. And she was like, what are you talking Double about? All the fun. That's a big one. You guys both suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brutal scars for life. Like I was like, I told somebody about the ending of the sixth sense. Like, <laughs> like, hey, that's twins huge. <laughs> or a gigantic trip. Like I'm M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Not the same scale. <laughs> what about you? 780-421-1039. You can also shoot us a text at 103939. Uh, have you ever spoiled something for someone? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Spoiler alerts. Uh, have you done any in your life? Uh, text at 103939. A good morning, Kiss and Crew. I sent a picture of the sunset out my living room this weekend. Oh, Matt, I emailed it to you. Sorry, that was a sunset <laughs> one. My sister flew in on Saturday to surprise our grandparents because she hadn't seen them in over two years. I didn't know it was a surprise. It was a surprise. So I was talking to my grandma about picking my sister up at the airport. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. But, the worst. You know, oh, you'd feel so bad, too. Yeah. That's the, I mean, it's the, oh, yeah. the tough look. I, that's why I just don't say anything any important ever. No? No, I just keep it all to myself. Like, I just talk small talk. How's the weather? That's good. <laughs> and I walk away. No spoiling here. Plus, nobody tells me anything of importance. I was going to say, you, true too. you've never spoiled anything, like, for anybody, no? Oh, I'm sure I have, but, yeah. I, you know, like, yeah. like most of my trauma, I just talk it away. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jack, you found something on TikTok. There was a funny story about, uh, was it a McDonald's employee? Yes, it was a McDonald's employee, a disgruntled one, mm-hmm. mind you, on TikTok that she said, hey, 
to everyone going through the drive-thru, I work the drive-thru and I can hear everything you say even after you order. Because often we think, okay, I'll have a Big Mac and that's it. Yep. Then that they shut it off. Yeah. No, they do not. They hear everything. <laughs> so if you're like making fun of somebody or you're like us fighting in the car, yes. <laughs> shh, shh, everybody quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they can hear everything. That okay. McDonald's employee, yeah. every time my family goes through the drive-thru, yeah. here's me get on my wife for saying, we're at the board. I do not know what you want already. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how often they do hear that. Give me time. Give me time. I'm like, we were in the line for 10 minutes. You don't know what you want? <laughs> <laughs> they hear it all. Oh, That's so funny. This weekend, I uh, was with my wife, and uh, we were going through, uh, surprise, surprise, McDonald's to get a Diet Coke. And... Uh, <laughs> And, and there was somebody ahead of us. So there's two there's two lines. And I'm like, okay, there's there's a bunch of people in one line and there's only one vehicle in the other line. So I'm going to go in the other line, right? Because yeah. this is going to make mo- so much sense. And honestly, those people were ordering forever. And I'm like, what are they? That always happens. What are they doing? And Karen says, why is this bothering you so much? I said, I don't know. But look at that other line. If I went in that other line, we'd already be back on the road. We'd be back on on the QE2. The problem is, is specialty orders. Yeah. Right? Like, you get four people in a car. It doesn't seem like a lot. But when you start ordering, it's like, okay, this person doesn't want any ketchup. Yeah. Want extra pickles. And then that next person's like, no mustard, extra onions. And then they got to confirm it. And it's always so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But I I would imagine drive through workers have heard some stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't even imagine what they've heard. I right? want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Please text in. You don't even have to say your name. Just let us know what people are saying. <laughs> what have you heard if you've worked a drive yeah, a drive through? Seven eight zero four two one one oh three nine. You can also text us at one oh three nine three nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about uh, something that's gone viral on TikTok where a uh, disgruntled former McDonald's employee just wanted to tell the world that uh, when she was working the drive through, you can hear everything, everything that uh, you're saying before and after you order, as long as you're by that window, right? They hear it all. So keep that in mind. And we're asking what you've heard, uh, potentially, yes. Things are happening here in Edmonton. A text at 103.939. It's not a drive through story, but it's actually about a gas station when I was younger. I worked there, and I didn't realize that the car wash had a camera in it. Let me tell you, I saw some stuff that I don't ever want to see again. Mm. And what you're thinking right now? Yeah, it's happened. They okay. did it in there. All right. How can you <laughs> Thanks, do it Matt, for in a nine dollar wash? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like the coin operated ones where you just like add a lot of change. <laughs> well, the problem is, is you still got spray and you're all done. Yeah. yeah. This text says, when I worked at McDonald's in Sherwood Park, I heard on the on the <laughs> microphone, "Oh, she sounds hot." Then when I took his payment, he asked if I could go to the other window and hand him his food. So creepy. So creepy. Yeah, that's weird. Uh And another one here, not heard, but seen when I was 16 years old working at a KFC drive-thru, a 20-something-year-old woman flashed me for a free drink. Hmm. Must have been thirsty. I would have done it. Or company man, Chris would be like, no, ma'am, you have to pay. (laughs) Chris is asking if she wants ice. (laughs) For you know what. Hey. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Everywhere you look, there's dandelions. Dandelions are everywhere. Matt is it is dandelion city. Matt is like crazy for the dandelion. I just wonder, 
If there's another city in North America that has as many dandelions as Edmonton. Is it but, like dandelion capital, you're thinking? There's so many everywhere. And all the city-owned properties, I understand, like, okay, to spray them, one, bad for the bees and the insects that help pollinate. Right. But, like, and expensive. But they are, they are everywhere. Hmm. I don't uh, think they're that bad. Are you kidding me? No. Do you just look at the pavement when you drive? <laughs> <laughs> but what's so wrong with dandelions anyways? Well, they are a weed and they choke out the grass. Yeah. I don't know. Everything's Everything else is like full blooming, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. right? This is a nice time of year for the trees. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Matt, Matt just says the dandelion. So, I, Like, I I dare. There isn't another city. I think we're in the, per, the, dan, yeah. the Goldilocks zone for dandelions. Maybe you should go on a dandelion tour, like a North America <laughs> tour, and just go to every city. There you go. And check it out. Because, like, you go south where it gets warmer. Yeah. Not as many dandelions. Right. When it's a little drier, right? My gut's telling me, like, Saskatoon and Regina yeah. and Winnipeg all have dandelions. Right? I bet you Winnipeg has a lot of dandelions. Yeah. They got mosquitoes. I know that. Yeah, for sure. Big ones. The forks, just a breeding ground. Big ones. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Matt, because Matt's been bringing it up off air the whole morning. He's like, <laughs> dandelions, guys. Dandelions. Dandelions. They're really rattling him. Yeah. There's not enough Roundup in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and you can eat dandelions, did you know? You can, make, you can make dandelion wine. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Have you ever had it? No. <laughs> but I would try it. That a girl. <laughs> I think you can get it at the Strathcona Farmer's Market. There's a place that sells it. I don't know. I just feel like if you have kids, dandelions are great. You're like, go to the field and pick them. That's go fine. <laughs> like, as long as they're not on my lawn. And I know, what about the bees? I think the city's going to be okay if you look around. Do you have any dandelions on your not lawn? A, not a one. And if I, part of my daily routine with my kids is I literally go pick them. Yeah. Right from the root, baby. I can tell you the green drop did a heck of a job mm-hmm. because there's not a dandelion on our lawn. The only place they couldn't do it was where the dog kind of run is. And there's a million dandelions in the dog run. Interesting. There's not one anywhere else. So then they're going to turn the little the fluff floofies <laughs> and they'll spread into everywhere. But Green Drop will come and kill those. <laughs> nice cover, Matt. <laughs> hey, they do my lawn and it looks dynamite. Thank you, Green Drop. Yeah. All right. But Matt still wonders about the rest of the world. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there that's, you know, traveled around. Is there a place with more dandelions? I, I doubt it. I don't know if anybody cares as much as you. What do. knowledge is this gonna like? What is this gonna serve you? I just want to, just like you know, like put it in the back of the dome piece, save for later. You'll always know. Jack just checked her watch. Enough of this. She's like, how long are we gonna talk about this? <laughs> At least two and a half minutes. Ten o'clock can't come soon enough today. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, this morning, and we are getting texts because Matt asked, are we the only ones with the dandelion issue? Apparently, we are not the only ones. This text says, I deliver vehicles for a dealership, and I went to Fernie, B.C. yesterday. The fields are yellow with dandelions, and the houses, any place there, the grass is growing between the dandelions. It basically looks like solid yellow, like a farmer's field. Okay. Look at this lie of a text. Just been driving on the white mud for the past 10 minutes. I've not seen one yellow dandelion. Sorry, Matt. Nice. Now, if you do see lots of dandelions, there are lots of suggestions on what you can do. Mark says dandelion leaves are great in a salad. The dandelion root has many health benefits. Hmm. And not just wine. Everyone has heard of dandelion wine, says this texter. But have you heard of using the young greens in a salad or dandelion jelly? How do you even make that? Dandelion jelly. They you know, they it's sell, delicious. They sell jam at the store. Yeah. Not dandelion jam. 
All right. Strawberry jam is pretty good, though. <laughs> <laughs> Another text at 103939. Hey, Matt, I feel your pain about dandelions. We were in Austria in 2004, and uh, they had just as many dandelions as we do here. All my neighbors have them, and I pick ours all the time. So. I mean, if you want to have an uh, ideal lawn, it's tough being uh, neighbors to somebody who has dandelion city. Yeah. If you do close your eyes and just blink, it'll be over. Like, you know, middle of June, it's all done, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. Even later, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think you're talking July-ish. Well, so collect it and make dandelion jelly. Will you? If, I I'll know. do it if you guys try it. Yeah? Jack's yeah. like hard I now. don't Look know. You're her. making it? <laughs> I am scratching my face. I am not eating anything jelly form from you. There's no way. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> it is, yeah, in fact. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for Quick Draw. We'll see how quick you are on this Monday morning. Probably quicker than us, I'm assuming. We've got Jamie and Chantel on the line. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, thank you. Awesome. Okay, uh, Jamie, uh, you know, what was the highlight of your weekend? Probably just outside with the kids. Yeah, that's fun. What about you, Chantel? Uh, we actually finally got our pool set up for this year. Wow. <laughs> yes. Nice. Good, for, good for you. Hopefully it'll be ready for the warm weather on the, our next weekend. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, here's the deal. Uh, 250 bucks is up for grabs at the end of the week. All you got to do is be uh, the, the, the quickest this morning. Again, uh, basically, it's a best of five. The first one of three wins. You ready to go? Absolutely. All right, just blurt out those answers as loud as you can. Name something you're afraid of that starts with the letter N. Nighttime. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. That was Jamie? Yeah. Okay. Get a nightlight, Jamie. We well, share in your fear. Question number two <laughs> Words associated with exercise that start with the letter S. Sweat? Yeah. You yeah. sweat when you work out. It's true. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. Sweat is definitely uh, something. That was Chantel, right? Okay, we're tied one apiece. Something you get in the mail that starts with the letter B. Box. Bells. A box. That's Chantel. Yes. Okay, Fast. just before Bills. Bills is definitely one, too. A disease that starts with the letter L. Lyme <laughs> There was a little bit of a question there. But, but Lyme disease. Lyme disease came in, and that was from Jamie, right? Yeah. And okay. keeping it light with the lymphoma. <laughs> Yeah, okay. What? Uh, where are we at, Jack? We are two apiece. We're totally tied. Ooh, final. You guys are tied at two. Are you ready to go with the final answer? Let's go. Yeah. A TV show that starts with the letter F. Friends. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was definitely a dead heat. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving on to another one. <laughs> a, an item in a catalog that starts with the letter U. Underwear. Umbrella. Umbrella by a hair. Underwear. I did like <laughs> underwear, though. So umbrella with the wind, though I still would rather vote for underwear. But you know what? <laughs> Who said umbrella? Me, Chantel. Chantel. Chantel, congratulations. She feels guilty about winning. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> well, you can you can defer and give it to the No, she no. doesn't feel that guilty. Don't don't do that. Though. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good luck with the draw on Friday. And Jamie, you keep playing this week, all right? Thank you. Bye. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
talking about uh, commutes, Jack, uh, the average uh, Edmonton commute is how long? Yeah, they say it's 23 minutes commuting time. Yeah. And we, that's each way. We wish it was longer. Um, not for, you know, I don't want to make what? people's days longer, <laughs> but it would be better for us. Right, yes, As a radio course. station, 100%. Our morning show, uh, the average commute in Canada is like 60 minutes, but... Uh, each way. We're pretty, which, wow. we're, we're pretty lucky. But again, the longer people are commuting, the longer they're listening to morning radio, which is better for us. So I can't recommend that enough. The Radio Player Canada app, put your earbuds in, listen to it all day. That's true. You don't there need you to go. be commuting. Just just ignore everybody in your life and just keep your earbud, earbuds in. Right. Okay, great idea. The reason we bring up commutes is our buddy Kelly from United Sport and Cycle, when he came with us when we went down to uh, Calgary, he was talking as we were driving through uh, Pinoca. Well, you two were sleeping at the time, but that's another story. We were but getting our beauty rest. But he said, you know, I've got a, a fellow that's worked for uh, United for the last 20 years who actually commutes every day from Pinoca and uh, all the way down, like, basically to uh, almost White Avenue. And uh, and I said, that's incredible. He says, yeah, and, and it's fine on a day like today. It was a nice day, and it was mm-hmm. all good. But he says, can you imagine the dead of winter making that drive on the QE2 to work every day from Pinoca? Especially oh, some days. In Oof. the dark, in the mornings, the blizzard. It would always be dark in the in the winter, right, when he's driving. What a nightmare. What a dedicated employee. No That's kidding. No, the guy loves his job, clearly. And he, and he also loves Pinoca, because otherwise yeah. he would be moving a little bit closer. Right? Yeah, that's very true. So our question is, is that the longest commute, like from Pinoca to uh, basically White Avenue? How long or, would that be? A couple, couple hours, you figure? Uh, that's an hour and a half, probably, right? You think? That's an hour and a half from Pinoca to... I'd say, yeah, yeah, by the time, because, I mean, United Cycle is yeah. near White Avenue. So, yeah. yeah, by the time you get into the city, an hour and a half. Yeah. Chris, when you hit light speed on the Hyundai, how fast is your commute? Yeah. Uh, it's not that long, that's for sure. 15 it, minutes? Uh, probably 25 I think uh, for a long time when I with the radio station was downtown and I was just a young guy making no money, I uh, I lived at home in Thorsby and commuted from Thorsby all the way downtown Edmonton every day. So I don't know. How long is your commute? Is it longer than the Pinoca trip? 780-421-1039. You can also shoot us a text at 103939. We're looking for long commutes this morning or just, you know, a decently long commutes. There's people that uh, come from Camrose and come to work every day. To Edmonton, Easily. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. And especially any of the outlying areas. I mean, you think Fort Saskatchewan, St. Albert on some days can be a super far ways away. Yeah. Oh, I did the Sherwood Park to Atchison for quite some time. That's a long ways. Yes. And that was before the hand day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That North Handy must have, would, would clear that up. But like, yeah, that the Yellowhead it can get busy and naughty. How brutal is the Yellowhead now? Have you been down the Yellowhead since they're they're working on the construction on the Not west lately. end of it? Oh my, it's, it's br- bad. Brutal. But and someday it'll be better. You know, twenty twenty seven. We're close, guys. Tell us about your commute this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's seven fifty one. We're talking about long commutes this morning. The average uh, commute in uh, Edmonton is uh, just about twenty minutes or so, and you there's got it. Uh, many that are well above average. You can see, including Monica. She says, "I live outside of Lamont, and I drive to the Stollery every day. It's about an hour and fifteen minutes, and it's worth every single minute." I mean, if you're if you're going to a place you love to work, in that case, yeah. That hour goes by pretty quick. And you're right? going, and you live in a place you love to live. Yeah. True. A lot of these people are just saying they just, uh, you know, they couldn't afford uh, the acreage that they live in, you know, a little bit closer to the city. So they got to live a little bit further out, but it's worth it, right? There is a benefit for my eight minute commute, though. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, somebody did say that about Toronto. They said back home in Ontario, two to three hour drive one way is actually normal for some every single day. If you work anywhere near Toronto, you can't afford the housing, so it's a long drive anyway. Right. 
Right. That's gross. Have you seen those highways when they're packed in the mornings? It's just like, what a nightmare that would be. Two to three hour drive. Yes. Allie says, I commute from Tofield to downtown Edmonton every day. It's about an hour or so. Love the spring and summer early morning commutes. Winter's another story. Yeah. Some people like love that commute. Like it's it's like part of their self-care routine, right? Sure. Yeah, they find driving relaxing. Oh, I had no problem when I, you know, again, when we were downtown Edmonton and uh, going out to Thorsby, I'd stop and get my large <laughs> blizzard on the way home. That was a relaxing part. <laughs> that was. And there are people that are pointing out, how do people afford the fuel now when it comes Especially to this? Especially right? nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. With a long commute and uh, the fuel prices the way they are. I mean, that would be just crazy, right? I don't think your boss is saying, hey, uh, fuel's gone up, so we'll give you a little extra money. I'm guessing that's not happening. So... We would not believe our ears. I had a guy I worked with. He had a long commute, but the thing he hated the most about it mm. was traveling into the sunrise and then home in the sunset. Yes. Right. If you're in the mm. sun the whole time, it's tiring. It's right? fatiguing. Like he, he's yes. driving, what, east, and then he's driving west. So he's just like always staring at it. And yeah. it's like, the worst part is my sun visor does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The sunrise this morning was beautiful, but it's it's not the sunrise. It's it's when the sun starts to like shine at that that like oh, low angle worst. right into your face, right? Okay. Well, thank you for all these long commutes. You guys are drivers. Holy smokes! Yeah, we knew that. Uh, we knew that was coming. And right? if you take it off a kissing for one second, <laughs> so help me God. Somebody did make the point. They said, "I feel like I'm part of something when I'm driving and listening to you guys. They feel like in on the jokes, which is awesome. <laughs> I mean, they're listening long enough. I would hope so. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even feel in on the jokes. That's... <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Mm-hmm. Fancy like okay. Why are we playing fancy? Like, what's going on in this world? I mean, I know there's a lot of important things to talk about, but then there's the other things, and this is one of them, right? Seems like Twitter ends up having these discussions that come out of nowhere. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter was basically saying, hey, where do I take these clients of mine? I'm thinking I want to go to a fancy restaurant like the keg. Right. And that kicked off this debate that raged in Ontario Twitter. Yeah. Is the keg a fancy restaurant? Hmm. Lots of hot takes on either side of the argument. Yeah. I think generally people are determined not the fanciest, according to Twitter. Yeah. Now, where do you stand? Is the keg a fancy restaurant? I mean, it's got low lighting and lots of wood. (laughs) So, yes. And a fireplace. So does TGI Fridays. I mean, even bigger than that, but you're right. I mean, that's where the, the, the discussion starts. But what is a fancy restaurant in your life? I mean, True. you know, like our son, when he graduated from fire school, we said, Carter, we'll uh, go anywhere and celebrate this mm-hmm. uh, this uh, momentous uh, occasion. Uh, you choose the, the place in the city and we'll go. And he said, Montana's. And we said, that's fancy. Sure. It's where he wants to go. That's yeah. not fancy. <laughs> if no. you can write with a crayon on your... Uh... Yeah. If they come and put a moose hat on you for your birthday, <laughs> not fancy. All right? I, my line is A. Oh, your line. Price. Here we go, line. <laughs> I've had plenty of great meals at a chain restaurant. Right. I'll go to the Olive Garden yeah. and mouse some breadsticks and no, all you can eat pasta. Won't. Sure I will. Yeah, as long as someone else is buying. As long as, like, anyway. Olive Garden knows what Olive Garden is. Yeah. It's like you go to a place and they attempt to be fancy, but you're like, nah, this ain't fancy. The fancy line is, first off, can't be a chain. Right. Second off, it has a head chef that designs the menu. Sorry, keg. Like, right. you go to the keg, it's the same thing everywhere. There's a kid from high school cooking your steak. Right. Probably not fancy. Right. It's good. Not fancy. It's You can't wear uh, flip-flops. 
probably is number one on my fancy list, too. Okay. You got to wear pants and probably a collared shirt. That sounds like a terrible place. It's This is the thing. Chris is like, I don't like fancy food. You've well, never I don't tried even like to, yeah, I don't, I, As we've established earlier, I don't even like to sit down in a restaurant. I'd rather drive through it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, Give him the drive through. But if I had to, if, if I can't wear my Birkenstocks, no chance. No, no go. Anything like no shorts. There's plenty of, you know, Range Road, Corso 32. I would say those are on the fancier side. We once went for my wife's birthday to a yeah. place yeah. where you are the only people in the restaurant and then they cook for you and they explain every part of the meal and you're right in front of you. Oh, it's amazing. That sounds awful. Terrible. What the heck's like, wrong with you? That sounds so awkward. <laughs> it's not. It was great. And, like, they're good at it, right? And, like, you're with friends and, like, your family, so it's yeah. not like you're just... You know, it's, it was great. That's fancy. Yeah, you also it? forgot the portion sizes. They can't be any bigger than a loony. <laughs> <laughs> no, some fancy places, you get enough to eat, all right? Okay. I have never seen it, but I believe... <laughs> okay, well, what is what is a fancy restaurant to you? Like, you know, again, we talk about Bonanza from the good old days. Was that fancy? You look at the clientele, not fancy. Come on. Bonanza? Yeah. <laughs> There's some kid running around with in his diaper. <laughs> I feel like it also depends on how old you are. Like when I was a kid, we always went to Royal Fork after church, and I was like, "Whoa, this is awesome!" <laughs> royal Fork. It had royal in it. How could it not be fancy? Exactly. <laughs> also, what the waiter or waitresses are wearing. Uh huh. Right. Like if they have, uh, if they're wearing a vest. Oh, I've that's never fancy. even noticed. <laughs> what 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 are they supposed to wear? Because you're vest? just like, I'll take the chicken nuggets, and then they're gone. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> okay. 780 You can also text us at 103.939. What is a fancy restaurant to you? And is the cake fancy? Well, you know, uh, yeah. fancy. I would say yes. I mean, how many uh, hundreds of dollars in cake gift certificates? Oh, do you yeah. Have? Like somehow. You buy a gift card at a Safeway? Yeah. Not a fancy restaurant. Okay. You are right such a snot. I'm not. <laughs> I like the cake. Like, I, 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 like, I'm, I yeah. enjoy the keg. I've had plenty of good meals at the keg. But it's not But fancy. it's not a fancy restaurant. Right. Right? I, I'm just as happy eating a quarter pounder out of my lap yeah. as I am going to a fancy restaurant. But I know the line. You know the difference. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Good. Great. Good. Great <laughs> prices. Great. Good. Great. It must, it must mean great food. Great food. Great, great prices. prices. Astros, West Edmonton. I've been to Astros before. Ooh, somebody did mention a fancy restaurant is La Ronde. Yes, I agree with that. Because it sure. turns. Yes. Because it turns. I've that never is been there. Fancy. Oh, I, it's beautiful. I, is it? Mm-hmm. How's the how's the spread? Pretty decent? So good. Yeah. You've um, had a fancy meal then, Jack. Quit, quit essing all over me. <laughs> I'm just saying I just don't turn my nose up at the cake. Okay. I, I don't! <laughs> <laughs> the melting pot, says a texture. Not fancy whatsoever. There Come I've on, there's it. low lights. No, Melting Pot is a novelty restaurant. And like, I've had a great meal at a Melting Pot, but that's not fancy. It's not fancy. Okay, you go to a fancy fondue place would be the one in Banff, like the Grizzly Paw. Oh, yes, Grizzly House. Fond- yeah, that's a fancy fondue. What about, what about Pampas? Pampas is not fancy. See, yeah, you, we, when you we have, have completely sti- different le- levels of fancy. <laughs> Pampas, I've also had great meals there. That is not fancy because they literally give you a, they give you a meat stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do see that point. If you got a stop stop sign for your meat, it's not (laughs) Not fancy. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. (laughs) Restaurants, what do you think is fancy? And the texts are rolling in at 103.939. 
This text says, I agree with Matt 100%. Never thought I'd ever say that. The Keg is an expensive restaurant, but not a fancy one. A fancy restaurant develops their own menu that changes seasonally. And that's the thing, right? You have a chef that is employed to change the menu. It's not the same thing all the time, right? Like you could, The plate doesn't look like they stuffed as much food as humanly possible on it. <laughs> Which is awesome. But <laughs> I, yeah, what is wrong with that, by know, the way? I think I've realized my problem is I don't like fancy restaurants. That's my problem. You it's, like fancy Like This is so ridiculous. You're going to get the best meal you've, you've had in a long time at a quote-unquote fancy restaurant. Don't be scared away just because... You don't think it's food for you because it is food for everybody. It's delicious. Yeah. It's made by like guys at the top of their craft. It's going to be good. Yeah. This text says Earl's is fancy, but they're like the golden arches of fancy. Matt's stipulations are actually a good guide, except the collared shirt. Earl's isn't fancy because I have one of their old rhino cups. (laughs) (laughs) I think they've developed into a fancy restaurant. They didn't used to be. They're that like uh, family uh, fancy, right? Right. Right. Hmm. Date night fancy. Somebody okay. said Norma, Normans. Normans? You know, that, you know that one? I've seen it. It's off Jasper. Yeah, Normans. I think it's fancy. Yeah, because like only a few people have been there. What about that Teddy's it, place? Teddy's is not fancy. <laughs> if there's VLTs, they're not fancy. <laughs> and oh, yeah, yeah. Norm, Normans is fancy. If it was Normans, it wouldn't be nearly as good. <laughs> I, mean, I think it is Normans. But like Nor- right. Normans. <laughs> La tita. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, fancy like. That's what we're talking about. What is a fancy like restaurant to you? Uh, again, uh, there's a social media question going on about uh, the keg, whether it's fancy or not. Matt says it's good, but it's not fancy. We've put that out on Twitter right now on our own page. It is 50 50 right now. <laughs> How many votes? Uh, about 50 votes. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. This text says, Matt, I got to completely agree with you. A fancy restaurant seldom has more than 10 tables and a chef who studied culinary arts, not cooks who flip steaks on a 16-foot grill. I used to work in a rotisserie chicken restaurant, which labeled itself as fancy, but everything was pre-cooked and pre-portioned so that you could serve it within five minutes of your order. The keg, expensive, but not fancy. All right. This person says, I went to a place downtown a number of years ago called Characters. I went to the washroom and I came back to a refolded napkin like a swan. My boyfriend at the time told me the server came back and did that so that I would know I was thought of while I was away. What? If you took a dump and there's a swan back on your plate, <laughs> the best. That's fancy. la <laughs> <laughs> oh, You just have a way with words, Matt. I, <laughs> yeah. You're fancy. Real fancy. You're fancy. <laughs> People fancy restaurants off the poop. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.